Okay, so first of all, big yasha kayach to uh, Yaakov Joseph. You're sponsoring the uh, Rebbe's Learn this morning. It's uh, that's a tip in the tip in the tip of the bucket of what we have to be thankful for with him. But Hashem uh, should bless him. Should be a good year. Bez Hashem naches and simcha the whole mishpacha, whole kilo, all kli Yisrael. Okay, so in the past uh, few weeks we were talking about the Misa of Yeshua ben Nun defeating a small, um, you know. Uh, Axis that was formed between five city states in Eretz Yisrael, and we spent a lot of time in that that Misa. So we're going to move on to Parak Yud Aleph. Parak Yud Aleph is where we're going to move on to. Uh, so you don't you don't have any in front of you. The Marmakomis that you have is not there's no psukim from Parak Yud Aleph. Parak Yud Aleph is basically describing the following story. It doesn't go into too much detail in terms of the actual battle, but it talks a lot about who Yeshubanu was battling. The, the pasuk describes in, in Parak Yud Aleph that after all these battles that Yeshua Benun was waging with the Jewish people against, in, against particular cities, and then you had this assembly of five cities with Yerushalayim and Hebron, that were not really, if you remember in the story, they weren't, uh, their objective was not initially to attack Yeshua Benun. They were really gathered together to attack the Gavainim, who partnered with Yeshua Benun, who were, who were Magayar. Yeshua Benun, obviously backing up the Gavainim, then attacked these five city-states. But now in, in Parakid Aleph, we really have the first time that the, that the Gaim and Canaan, the Canaanim, really gathered together all their forces, or at least a significant uh, percentage of their forces to, to you know, to, uh, to attack Yeshua Benun. So it describes, again, you don't have this in front of you, but um, the Pasuk describes like this, Here. It says, so, uh, again, uh, again, I'm not so familiar with all these locations and whatever, but uh, these are the, the, Pasuk, the words of the Navi. <laughs> when Yavin, the king of Chatzar, heard what, what's going on, and he sends a message to Yavin, the king of Madain, and the king of Shimrain, for some reason to say his name, and the king of Achshav. And so he sent, so this, this king Yovin sends a message again to all these uh, individual kings. And then, it, then, he, then the message spreads. And to all the kings in the north. And the kings in the west. And in the, and in the south and so on. From the east and the west. A huge uh, coalition begins to develop. And they, all these, this huge coalition of armies of uh, city states, come together with all their arm, with all their uh, you know, armies and so on. Am Rav, a huge, a huge, na- a huge multitude of people. like the, the sea of the sand. Rav much a lot of chariots and, and, and horses and chariots. Vayisvodu kol malachem eil again. You don't have this in front of you, but the pasuk says that all these kings gather together. Vayivoy v'yachnu yachtav al me meiroim. They gather together this place called me meiroim. Lilachem yisot to fight against the Jewish people. So this is really the first time that Yeshua Benun and the Jewish people are, fi- are are facing a, a large enemy, a large enemy. Until now, like for example, we had you know the city of Yericha. The city of Yericha was considered to be one of the strongest city states in all of Eretz Yisrael, but Lamaisi was only one. And, and so on and so forth. I, they had some difficulty in, but again, it was one city. This is the first time they're, 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 they're meeting a lot, a lot, a huge, huge army. So, So Hashem says to Yeshua Benun, the following message, don't be afraid of them. Tomorrow at this time, I'm going to give them all as like corpses by Kla Yisrael. Chalolim is something that's empty. So it's like, it's going to be like a, like a balloon. There's nothing, there's nothing there. Mamish, it's going to be nothing there. As the same to Aker, 
uh, uproot their um, takr means like to uh, to uh, make their horses unable to run, to uh, you know uproot their horses, so to speak. Burn their chariots in fire, just destroy it, and don't and don't be afraid at all. So the pasuk goes on. So Yeshua gets that confidence. Him and the people that go out to war. The Yipubem and they uh, and they attack the enemy and the pasuk describes uh, you know that the mamish wipe out all the enemies and it describes all the cities that they're able to conquer because of this. Vayakus kol nevesh they they defeated all the enemies and so on. they burnt the cities down. They 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 were able to capture all these territories and it was a big, big victory of Klal Yisrael and, uh, and this was a major turning point in our kibush and Eretz Yisrael because this was like a major. You know, this is a major, a major thing that all these armies were gathered together and we were able to be victorious. Okay, so that's the that's basically Paragudalov. So what I what I figured it's because I to talk about. We'll see if it's if it's just for this week. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see if uh, it'll become a, a, a little mini sugya as it is. But the Indian of of not being afraid in battle because that's the message that Hashem says to Yishubunon. The message is Altir of name. Don't be afraid of them. Tomorrow you're going to be victorious. So don't be afraid. So again, in the in the pasuk and say for Yeshua. You know, you could just read it as like, uh, it, it's, it's a confidence that the Rebbe is giving you Shobunah. Not necessarily is it a mitzvah or is it a chiyah that you're not allowed to be afraid. Oh, Hashem is saying, don't be afraid. So I, I think it's good to talk about that sugya of being afraid in battle, not being afraid in battle. Are you allowed, not allowed to be afraid? What does it mean fear? So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this a little bit uh, this morning in halacha and we'll see where it moves into, into panemius. So it begins like this. Take a look at the, the Ramakam that you have. So, Maramakam number one. So a, we'll, we'll start the sugi like this. The Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs. Okay, the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs in uh, Loisase Nun Ches, the uh, 58th, 58th uh, negative mitzvah. So the Rambam introduces to us the following idea, that one of the mitzvahs of the Torah is, as we'll see how the Rambam formulates it, is not to be afraid in battle. We'll have to see what that means. What does it mean to be in battle? What does it mean not to be afraid? But there's a mitzvah not to be afraid, as a soldier, not to be afraid in battle. So it says the Ram like this, Shaziranu, we are warned, not to be afraid of the, of the kaifrim. It's an interesting language that the Rambam uses. By the way, just, it's good to know that whenever you're reading the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam wrote Sefer Mitzvahs in Arabic. So what you're reading is a translation. So it's always a little bit difficult, 100% to be Medaic, because it is a translation at the end of the day. But the translation is not going to be like too off. You know what I mean? The Rambam describes the battle. He's talking about any, any war that the Jewish people face. It doesn't have to be against Amalek or whatever it is. Any battle that we face is a mitzvah for the Jewish soldiers not to be afraid. And what's interesting is, again, this is just, you know, put in, put in the back of your mind. It's an interesting thing. The Rambam describes the enemy as kaifrim, as heretics. Okay? I mean, most likely they are. But uh, it's an interesting way to describe them. We were commanded not to be afraid of these heretics when we're going to war. And not to, not to uh, run away, not to, uh, what's the word, uh, retreat, not to retreat from them. Rather, rather, we're obligated to strengthen ourselves and to stand strong and mighty against this uh, other nation that we're facing in battle. The anyone that retreats, that goes back, has already violated the negative commandments, and that's the Pasuk where it says in Parsha Shoftim, it's a whole mice, it's a whole story in, in, in Parsha Shoftim, where Hashem says that there's a mitzvah of, uh, of when you go to battle, there's a, there's a kind of Shulch Muhammad, the kind of that's anointed, uh, the kind that's anointed to specifically lead us in battle. And so, 
he, there's a whole speech that he says, but in the context of that mitzvah, of that Indian, of the Kayin Meshuch Muhammad, the Pasik says Lashinus like this. Hashem says, Loy don't be afraid of them. So usually, I guess on a simple level, you would say that that's just a, a Hashem is promising us, or Hashem is giving us strength. Rabbi says, no, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Loy don't be afraid of them. The Nichbal Hazara, this, this Avera is, is, this mitzvah is repeated over again. Va'amar, like Tirom, different languages, like Sarasabdan, don't be terrified, like Tirom, don't be afraid. Different ways of saying the same idea. The Nichbal Atzivoy Bezeha in in Harve, this mitzvah is repeated a lot in, in different ways. Kaloimar, point is, Shal Yivrechov, La Yeshuva, La Ochar, Beis Melchamah, not to retreat and not to turn back in war. Don't be afraid of the, of the enemy. So there's, okay, that's the Rambam. Now there's two, just within the language of the Rambam himself, forget anything else, just the language of the Rambam, I think there's two Haras. Number one, the horror that I mentioned before, that in the, in the, in the opening line, he describes the enemy as kaifrim. It's, uh, now, it's, uh, sometimes you find this, that like, um, like censors would try to manipulate the wording of the Rish in order to avoid the church or other people getting upset at us. Kaifrim, I think, if anything, would probably uh, invite criticism from the church and things like that. So if this is the translation, again, I don't know the Arabic, uh, I don't speak Arabic, so I don't know if this is 100% right translation, but that's Bashkach uh, this is what it says in most Rambams, so Kaifrim. So it's a funny thing that the people, that our enemy are described as Kaifrim, number one. Number two, the language that the Rambam says a little bit, like th- three lines in, the beginning of the third line, that if a person retreats and is afraid and so on, the language Kvar Avar say they have already violated a negative command. It's a strange way of saying it. The Rambam, again, uh, the style of Sefer Mitzvah is, he'll tell, he tells you what the Mitzvah is, you know what I mean? Tells you the Pasuk, maybe a Gemara to look up some Aramakimus, and that's it. This language of, so you should say, anyone that retreats and so on, violates the love. Kvar over has already violated. It's like a funny, it's a funny way to talk. Okay, but that's, you put those two horrors in the back of your mind. Okay, that's the Rambam. So again, the sheet of the Rambam is that there's a prohibition, there's a, there's a, there's a, a mitzvah on soldiers not to be afraid. Okay, take a look at Marmok number two. The Ramban, over there in his Hasagis, in his, uh, his notes, whatever it is, on the Rambam, so he says the following thing. He disagrees with the Rambam. He says, no, in fact, there is no mitzvah of not to be afraid. Says the Ramban, v'zu haftacha, v'loy mitzvah. When the Pasuk says in Parsha Shaiftim, don't be afraid of them, you'll be victorious, that's not telling you a command. That's not a mitzvah. It's haftacha. The Rambam is promising you, don't be afraid. In other words, you, you shouldn't be afraid. Hashem is going to help you out. But it's not a mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah. Says the Ramban, how do I know that it's not a mitzvah? Ve'imaniyahi, because if this was a prohibition, if we were held back from being afraid, it was an actual avera to be afraid, then lo yisifa ha'shayftim v'yomru. We know that the Pasuk tells us that in the army, right before, while they're on the, sort of on the battlefield, whatever it is, as before they enter into battle, so there's a whole speech that's given, and it says, you know, who, uh, whoever got married and is still in Shadam Rishayna, go back, you know, anyone that built a home, but then, you know, still in the first year, also go back. And then finally, the last, last line is, anyone that's a yari v'rach levav, anyone that's, a, that's afraid, should go home, right? So says the Ramban, if it was an Aver to be afraid, it's an interesting ha'ara, it says Ramban, if it was an Aver to be afraid, then, then it's inappropriate for, the, the, for the, 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 the officers and so on to make this proclamation. Anyone that's afraid, go back. It's like calling out people who are doing an Aver. It's like, uh, so he says, the guy should say, okay, that's me, sorry, I'm leaving. It's like, uh, you're not supposed to publicize the Averas that you do. Because what you should do is, is that uh, you find a way to, to get out from before. You pretend as if you were in Shana Rishayna, or, or, or you speak to your officers privately. But from, to make this whole public 
thing. Anyone that's afraid leaves, and then like a bunch of guys get up. It's basically like anyone that's wearing shatnas right now, you know, stand up. It's, it's, it's inappropriate. You don't do that. So it says the Ramban, if we'll be in Aveira to be afraid, then we wouldn't have this thing of calling them out and pointing them out to leave. So if we're doing that, it means there's no Aveira to be afraid. It's just, uh, it's not good for morale. And Hashem promises and, and He gives you, uh, con- and you should have confidence, you should trust Him. But to say that it's a love, that, that it's not. That's the Hasag of the Ramban. Well, that's what we're going to see. We're going to have to, to answer this question, we have to find out. Huh? Well, the Ramban, the Ramban is assuming that being afraid is the Aver, right? And that's why, if they're afraid right now, pointing, you know, and the person's saying, I'm afraid, that's going to be the issue. When does that start, though? So that's what we're going to have to see. This is going to be the part of the discussion of what the Ramban's response to this Hasaga would be. Okay, so it's like this. When, when you, if you go back to Maramoka number one, the language of the Ramban, there's a little bit, it's a little bit confusing to, to try to figure out what exactly is the Avera. Again, the, Ramban, the Ramban's Hasaga is coming from a certain assumption. The Ramban is being Masik, and he's, his issue is that what is the Avera according to the Rambam? According to the Rambam, the Avera is being afraid. So everyone is standing, all the soldiers are lined up, ready to go. Well, Maisa, there's a few of the guys that are at Sitri. So says the Rambam, they're being over and alive. And therefore, says the Ramban, and pointing them out, and calling them out, and telling them to leave, Barabim, that's being mafarsim their chait. So the assumption that the Ramban is working with in his taina against the Rambam is that what is the Avera? Standing there. I'm still in full gear. I'm officially ready to go, but I'm just sitting. That's the Avera. And says the Ramban, well, if that's the Avera, then that's inappropriate to call them out like that, Barabim. What, the argument that, we're gonna, that you have to make, that, that one can make, I should say, is that maybe that's not the Avera. Maybe that there is not the fear itself. Maybe it's acting upon the fear. Take a look. Go, let's go back to Maramukha number one. In the language of the Rambam, it was a little bit confusing. Again, the Rambam started off, Shezirana, that we're warned, miliyare, not to be afraid. Okay, so that, that sounds like the Rambam's assumption or understanding of the Rambam. But then the Rambam went on to say in the next line, when he described the one that violates the law, he said, anyone that retreats is violating the law. And then in the, in the end also, he said that this, the, the last line in Marwak number one, he says that this Aver is repeated many times, meaning, not to retreat from battle. So those particular sentences and descriptions of the Rambam, you can make the following argument, is that according to the Rambam, the Aver is not the fear. The Aver is acting upon the fear. In other words, retreating. So when you have that battlefront where all the soldiers are ready to go and some of the guys are sitting, they're not violating any love. They're not retreating yet. Maybe they're going to, but they're not retreating right now. So to call them out and say, you know, it's time to go back, you guys shouldn't be here, you could definitely make the argument that it's not a violation, that, that you're, allowed to, you're, not, you're not asking them to stand up to point out that they're there. They're not, they're not, being, they're not violating the love yet. You could definitely make that argument, as we'll, as we'll see. Yeah. Fear is an innate emotion. Right, so, so, so that, that, that's, that's a, that's a taina that you can say, oh, I'll, I'll. And, it, and it must be like this. It must be that the Avera is more of the retreating factor, because otherwise how could you control, uh, control your emotions? That, that can make, you can make that argument. Now, this is not my, you know, chiddish. Take a look at Marmok number three, the Meshachachma. So the Meshachachma, so in Parshish Shoftim, on that whole story of, of telling the soldiers, you know, again, if you're afraid, you have to leave and so on, so the Meshachachma talks about this love of the Rambam, of being afraid. And I, I, I think, I mean, I think what he's trying to say is this point. 
who Hazara says the Meshachachma, the real love is Shabbesa Muhammad during battle, La Yivrahu, not to retreat. That's that's the Ikravera. Yeah, we describe that as not to be afraid, because it doesn't mean to be afraid. Uh, you know, being afraid. So being afraid of uh, people don't like the dark also. But to be afraid in this context means to, to retreat in fear. That's why the Meshachachim points out the halach is, it's, uh, the, Gemara says, the Gemara says in Saita that, that there were officers by the battlefield that had big, huge hammers. And any soldier that was retreating, if obviously if the, if the army tells people to retreat, then you have to retreat. But if, if individual soldiers are retreating, they would give a clap and break their knees. So what, what type of... Uh, that's not so nice. So, it says, so he says like this, The one that retreated, They would break his, uh, his legs. Why? So that's on the again. That it's a little bit of like a, a punishment. The klal is we don't punish unless you're doing avera. What avera is being committed by this guy that's retreating? So he says therefore the answer is that he's he's violating this prohibition of being afraid. But it says but says uh, But since the iser is to retreat, so while the commanding officer is giving this thing, if you're in shanarishana, go back. If you're like this, go back. If you're afraid, go back. At that moment, there's no violate. No one's no one's violating any law at that point. So telling him to go home. That's not retreating the battle. He's not retreating from battle. He's being told that you have an opportunity to go home, and that's the meshachachma. So this is how the meshachachma uh, is magdir the lav again. That according to the uh, Rambam, the lav is not the fear, the emotional uh, feeling. Rather, it's the retreating that the fear will lead to. But the avera is the retreating. Okay. No, 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 no. Lav davka. As long as there's mochama, the Rambam doesn't stipulate it's davka mochamas mitzvah. Any mochama, this is the halacha. <coughs> Kvar ovar? Not really. Not really. Keep in the back of the mind. Yeah, you keep it there. That's the, the heart of the Rambam. Okay. Now the problem is, the problem is, is that listen. It's it's it. it in, there is definitely there's definitely. Um, a, a room for this interpretation of the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs. Because again, as I said, he described it. He said um, the opening line was, not to retreat from them, and ra- anyone that retreats violates the law, we shouldn't retreat. So he definitely uses, he definitely talks about retreating, that's true. The, the problem is, is again, first of all, the opening words of the Rambam is, the words were that were, that were obligated not to be afraid of these heretics, not to retreat from them. Okay, so obviously Meshachach will say, the Rambam is trying to explain himself. What does it mean, fear? In this context, fear means to run away. I get it. Okay, to me, it's not, it's not 100% gleich. It doesn't smooth. It's not 100% smooth. But more than that, the Rambam, we know, it, it recorded the Tariq Mitzvahs multiple times. You have the Sefer Mitzvahs Ha'aruch, what it's called, the long Sefer Mitzvahs that we just read a piece of. And then you have at the end of Sefer Mitzvahs, what's called the Minin HaKatzer, a shorter bridge version, like one line per mitzvah. And then the Rambam did that system again in the beginning of of of, um, of Yad Chazak of Mishnah Torah, that he also writes a short version of all the mitzvahs. And then he did it again, taking that short those that list, list of mitzvahs and cut and pasting it throughout Mishnah Torah. So in the beginning of let's say Hilchas Tefillin, he'll say that the mitzvahs that I'm going to be discussing over here are these following mitzvahs and just one liners. So. Very often, if you want to be able to succinctly understand the nature of a mitzvah, in the language, the arichas, the lengthy language of Sefer Mitzvah Aruch, you could sort of get lost in the lengthiness. But in the Minyan HaKotzer, 
that's where the Ram is trying to hit the nail on the head and to identify what the mitzvah is. What's interesting is, is that in the Minhakatsa, when it comes to this mitzvah, we have different different languages the Ramam uses all over. Take a look at Marmok number four. This is the Minin HaKatzer, the short abridged line at the end of Sefer Mitzvahs. Over here the Ramam doesn't say anything about retreating. Ramam says, Shleyiru Anshei HaMolchama, that people, the soldiers in battle, should not be afraid. And they shouldn't have fear from the enemy. The Shas Molchama during warfare. Shinemar Leisar Tzvotnehem. Leisar Tzvotnehem. So now, the Ramam over here, it's interesting. The Ramam does add in the words, Bishas Molchama. What sounds, by the way, just from this Lashon of the Rambam, not like the Meshachachma, this language of the Rambam sounds like, no, the Isser is to be afraid. The Rambam doesn't say anything in this succinct line about retreating. If the whole Isser is retreating, and when I say fear, I mean retreating, then you're kind of missing the, you know, you're not hitting the nail on the head exactly in this Lashon. So from this Lashon itself, it sounds like retreating is not the issue. The issue is actually the emotional response that's called fear. I, then you have the problem with the Ramban, is that why would it, it's inappropriate to highlight people doing an Avera. So for that, the Ramam adds in, Bishas Mulchama, that this Isser is only true when you're actually in battle. But when the, the soldiers are lined up and this whole speech is being given, the Mulchama didn't officially start yet. So you're not officially in violation until the Mulchama begins. But what is it that you would be in violation? How, how would you violate the prohibition once war begins? Fear. So this language of the Minyakotzer sounds not like the Meshachachma. It sounds like the simple, the way the Ramban understood the Rambam, but we do have built into this language maybe an answer to the Ramban's Ha'ara. You follow this? So within the Ramban's Ha'ara, which was that uh, the people are, you're pointing out their, the, the fact they're violating a law, says the Ramban, no, 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 you're right that theoretically fear is enough to violate the law, but they're, viol- but they're not violating it because the, the prohibition kicks in, the Shas Mulchama. So that's what I would say until now. The problem is, if you then look at the Minin HaKatzer in the beginning of Hilchas Malachim, the, the, the laws of kings and wars, the Rambam says a Lashen like this, Minin HaKatzer B'Resh Hilchas Malachim, Aramaka number five, Shloi writes not to be afraid, V'lach Zerlacher B'Shas Malachim, and to retreat during battle. So now the Rambam throws in retreating over here. So it's very, very confusing. So, so, this, so, in the, so let's put it this way. In the, the, the lengthy Minin HaAruch, the Rambam says both. Don't be afraid of the kaifrim and don't retreat. In the Minin HaKatzer, he sort of says it in two, like he breaks them into two sentences. In the Minin HaKatzer, at the end of Sefer Mitzvahs, don't be afraid. In the Minin HaKatzer, in the beginning of Hilsmulachim, don't retreat. <coughs> so, what's going on over here? So, again, uh, so there's some language that sounds like the Meshachachma, some language sounds like the Ramban. So, what's the Shit the Rambam? What's that there over here? Yeah, he, he, mentions it, he has it in also. We'll have to see. Maybe when we, when we try to explain what the Shida Ram actually is, maybe that will become clear also. We'll see. What does it mean to retreat? If you hold that there is retreating, what does it mean to retreat? It's a good question. I'm saying, like, it's war. Part of war is you're going to feel fear, but they overcome it. And they keep going. So that's, that's going to be part of it. In other words, there's a built-in question that you mentioned also, which is that if that there is the fear... And well, what am I supposed to do about that? What am I supposed to do about that? That's why, again, that's why it's easy to say, like the Meshachachma, that it's not an, the ver is not the emotion, the ver is practical, don't retreat. Okay, that's something you're in control of. But again, the, and, and that would simply answer the question of the Ramban of why it's not a problem calling these soldiers out that are afraid. But again, the problem is the language of the Rambam, again, in, in Minyak Katzer, it, it, it's confusing. There seems to be some indication in the Rambam that the ver is the fear itself, which is, again, I then, why could you point them out? Okay, so that the answer could be, Bishas, the only issue is Bishas Mulchama. But then, like, 
Okay, so, so then there's two problems left. How do you control that fear? You know, it was mean the fear, uh, again, don't be afraid. So wait, what am I supposed to do, number one? And number two, number two, uh, and maybe this is, you know, uh, like in the Rambam's Lushan itself, there's, so, so is it retreating or not retreating? There is, there is this stira that the language of the Rambam is not clear. Okay, so take a look at Marmokka number six. So let's look at the Rambam himself in Hilchas Molochim, in the Laws of Kings, where he describes the halachas of this mitzvah. And maybe by seeing the language of the Rambam and the halachas of this mitzvah, we'll be able to get a better picture. Now realize, and again, just going to remind us of a principle whenever you learn the Rambam. The Rambam is halacha sefer. It's halacha sefer. He's not interested, that's not his job, is to give, give drushes and chizik. That's not his job. His job is telling you halacha. There's other sermon he does that in, but the halacha is Mishnah Tire. So now, keeping that in mind, let's see what the Rambam says. And I think the Rambam goes off script. So take a look at Marmok number six. This is the Rambam, Hilchas Malachim, Perak Zayin Halacha Tesvav. This is where the Rambam formulates this mitzvah in halacha terms. Uh, so he's talking about the speech that the, uh, the officer would give. And the line was, Mia Yisha, Yorev, Rach, Levav, right? Whoever is afraid, go home. So says the Rambam, Kimashmoy. What does it mean to be afraid? It's Kimashmoy. You know, it's Kipshutai. Kipshutai. Shein by a soldier that doesn't have the ability to stand to withstand uh, the battleground, and he's overcome by fear. So that's what the pasuk is talking about. Such a person should leave. Okay. Now again, as the Rambam said, right now before the battle begins, there's no avera being afraid. That's the Rambam said clearly in Min Hakotzer in Maramakim number four that the avera, whatever the avera is, again, however you articulate it, whether it be fear, whether it be retreating. The Rambam definitely said it's Bishas Muhammad. So again, that, that automatically alleviates the problem, the kash of the Ramban, is that again, before the battle begins, when the shmuz is being given, there's definitely no avera. So that's fine. Now says the Rambam, But now that you've gone through that, that initial process, and now you're actually in battle, once the person has entered the battleground, so then says the Rambam Mahalacha, Yishan al Mikveh Yisrael, a person is ob- the soldier is obligated to rely to 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 rely on the hope of the Jewish people, the Rabbanish Lailam. Umeshia Beisar, the one that saves us during an Eistzara, the Yeda, and again we're just going to read through the Rambam and then we'll we'll pull it apart just to get the, to get the Hemshach. So says the Rambam again, once you've entered into the battleground, now the Avera of not being afraid kicks in, and what does that Avera mean? So says the Rambam, it means to rely on. On the Rabbanu Shlaylam, who, who, who saves the Jewish people by Nisar, the Yeda, and a person should know contained in this is a person the soldier should know. Shall Yichad Hashem Oisam that you are fighting for the Yichad Hashem, you're fighting for Yichad Hashem. The Yosem Nafshay Bekapay, and you have to be willing to put your life on the line. The Layir not to be afraid. Year uh, and pachet, and so not to be afraid. and not to think not to think about your wife, your family, and so on. to eradicate their memory from your heart. and to focus all of your attention on the battle. That's the halacha. Anyone that in battle begins to think about the battle. In other words, you're, you know, just not not. Any time the mind is not just focused on the task at hand. Okay, umavil atzmai and causes, you know, an inner bahala and uh, nervousness about because you're thinking about other things. Everybody say that's violating the law. Shenemar al yerech levavchem. The pasuk says, don't be, don't let, don't don't let your hearts, uh, you know, melt and so on. Al tirva atachbazu al taratzu mipneihem. So the Ram over here in formulating the law for us and halacha terms. It begins to unpackage it. Again, we, we, we have yet to sort of hit the nail on the head, 
but just to give a little bit of a description of what the love looks like practically. What the Rambam is telling us clearly is, the Rambam over here never says anything about retreating. It's clear he doesn't talk about retreating over here. What the Rambam is telling us is, is that this lav is telling us the mindset of a soldier. That the mindset of a soldier has to be one of absolute focus and dedication to the mission. That, that's, that's what this lav is really telling us. Being afraid, it, it, being afraid is a result of not being hyper-focused on what you have to be doing. We know this, right? When a person is focused on what they have to do, then you don't have time to get distracted and worried about what if I don't... I don't succeed. All there is is what I have to do. And the Raman is telling us, and what is the mindset of a soldier? And the mindset of a soldier is, to number one, I am doing this, I'm, I'm, will, I'm, I'm putting my life on the line, for the oneness of Hashem's name. And in that context, every, everything is bottle in relation to that mission. And I don't allow myself to think about anything else but that inyan of going to war, Laman Hashem. And any time that I allow other thoughts into my head, which will inevitably make me nervous and blah, 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 that's the Avera of Baltiro, of not to be afraid. Now, the Rambam then goes on, V'loi oid. Now, this is where the Rambam seems to be going off script, okay? The Rambam says, V'loi oid, and you should know more than this. El shakol dimei Yisrael tulim b'tzavara. Says Rambam, you should know that as a soldier, the, the blood of the whole Jewish people is on your neck. V'im, now the Rambam says an interesting language, V'im loi notzach. And if you're not victorious and you don't and you don't go to battle with all your heart and soul, it's as if you're you're murdering the blood, you know, all, the, the blood of the Kalyasos on your hands. It says in that this person, the soldier, shouldn't be afraid because otherwise he'll melt the hearts of the of, of his of his fellow of his fellow Jews. The Ram is saying a uh, drush over here, a chesidish that on a simple level the pasuk means if he's afraid, then other people around him will see that he's afraid. Says so Ram, no, 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 it's saying something much more esoteric than that. The blood of Kalyasos on his shoulders, and it's, and if he doesn't have this avoida of being hyper-focused in battle and going to battle that itself is, is, is a defeat of the Jewish people. That itself is a defeat of the Jewish Not that it will lead to it. That itself is a defeat of the Jewish people. Now, the Ram talking like this is off script. What does it mean that by me being afraid, a soldier allowing himself to think about his family and getting himself all worked up emotionally... That is called the defeat of the Jewish people. The language of the Rambam was also very funny. The first line of the second paragraph was very, very strange. Said the Rambam, If he's not victorious and he doesn't do war with all of his heart and soul, we be victorious. We're talking about, the war is not dependent on him as an individual soldier. His job is to be a good soldier. And a good soldier means to go to war with all, with all of his heart and soul. The Rambam is describing going to war with all your heart and soul as victory. The Imloinats, and if you're not victorious, in other words, and you don't go to war with all your heart and soul, then the war has been the war has been lost. That can't be an internal battle. Oh, okay, so we're gonna oh, very good. So we're gonna lead to this. The Ram continues. The Ram continues. All of this is Mamish off script. Very Mafurish And it says the Pasikinavi, Aura Aisa Malacha Sashem Ramaya, cursed is the person who makes the the the, the Malach of Hashem, Avaid Hashem, something that's uh, that's uh, unappealing. And, and cursed is the person who holds his sword back from blood. In other words, p- one of the hesitations that a soldier might have to not allow himself to be in the war is like it's, a, it's not a place for a nice Jewish boy. But that's the Pasuk is saying. Don't make Malachas Hashem something that's, that's uh, beneath you, Kilu. Don't hold your sword back from blood. 
this is Hashem, and you're willing to die, Hashem, and everything else is mamish uh, washed away in that in that focus of Hashem. And now it says around uh, a Reb, uh, he's a Reb, and now he gives us a bracha. Any soldier that does go into battle with all of his heart, without this fear. Again, as Ram is describing, fear in this context is not the emotional. It, 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 it's a result of not being hyper-focused on the mission. That's the Eitzah. You're hyper-focused on the mission, you're not going to have pachad. If, if you allow yourself to be distracted from other things beyond the mission, and you think about your own personal ninyanim, family, and so on and so forth, that's going to result in fear. If a, if a, if a soldier does his mitzvah, which is to put himself aside, him, his family, all it is is the Yichar Hashem and the battle and the Mulchama and the focus of the mission, then a, a soldier that does that, and he's focused on this Indian of Hashem, then he's promised, he's guaranteed, no damage will come to him, no evil will touch him. He'll be able to build a house in Klai Yisrael, and him and his descendants will be gone forever. That's a, it's a nice bracha. That's what I'm talking about. Shenem, the pasuk it says in pasuk he also yas Hashem la'adoni bayis neman that the the the, the this was a, a a a message from Hashem given to David Melech that Hashem should make for my master for David Melech a bayis neman a trusted house kimolchames Hashem la'adoni nilcham because the words of Hashem the words of Hashem David Melech is fighting v'ro le'sim sabach evil shouldn't find you v'hayse nefesh adoni tzur b'tzarachayim as Hashem alkech and your soul shall be bound in, this, in, in Hashem in Hashem Himself for all time that's olam haba. All right, so the question is, what's wrong I'm talking about? This is not halacha at all. I, I, if you took out this entire paragraph, I would, it, it's fine. Like, what, what's, what's the tach of this paragraph? Here, here's the nakuda. The nakuda, we, we had before, a, a stira. Is the, is the iser fear? Is it retreating? So some places the Ramam says fear. Some places he says retreating. What is it? Here's the insight. The insight is that whenever there's a battle, the battle is in two fronts. There's the physical battle that you see with the physical enemy. But as we know from, from the Svarmak Daishim, that is just a reflection of an internal battle that's taking place in the heart of the Jewish people and the heart of the individual Jew. As David Melch, Rabbi Nachman writes at the end of Lakut Maran, this this Yisrael, that whenever David Melch is going to battle, he always identified this enemy is not just an enemy. This is a physical reflection and a physical manifestation of an internal Yitzhahara that I am having to struggle with. And the, and 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 the and the Muhammad to a certain degree, the root of the war is being able to vanquish and to overcome that Yitzhahara from within. When that Yitzhahara is vanquished from within then automatically the external Yetzar is vanquished from without. If I allow that internal Yetzar to take over me, then I have lost the internal battle. And then Memela, the external battle, what is the... So, so now, every Yetzar, Mamash, what we've talked about this morning, about and it's been the Sugya throughout the first piece of Lekut Maran also. Every Yetzar has like a different hat. You know, so one day the Yitzhar comes with a, with a baseball cap that says Taiva. You know, the next day it's Gaiva. Next day it's Kavid, uh, Lashon Hara, you know, Bittal Taira, Bittal whatever the hat is. But it's all just hats. The MS, what the Yitzhar is, ego and Yeshus. Having your own sense of independence and identity that this is my life, I want to do the things that I want to do. What do I want to do? Okay, so Sunday's Taiva, Monday it's Kavid. Okay, whatever it is. But it's all boiling down to one thing, which is, 
Ani I've mentioned this many times. According to this farm, if you, if, if the other side, if the side of the the the, the Yitzar itself, if it, had, if it had a logo, you know, not a logo, but it had like a a mission statement or what, uh, you know, it, yeah. So what would it think? Ani It's me and nothing else. Ano emleich. I want to be king. That's what it is. What does it mean to be a king? It means to do what I want. What I want to do? Okay. So different hats. But in its essence, what the Yitzar is is to be focused on the self. Which means that in Pneumius, every battle the Jewish people ever face, it could be this nation or that nation. Number one, every physical battle is really a reflection of an internal battle. And the Pneumius of every internal battle the Jewish people ever face is what? Is a battle of, am I going to be focused on myself? Or am I going to be focused on Yichrashem? Am I living a life where it's a, a world that's separate from God? And I just, I'm, there's, there's a creator, it's all very nice. But my said, there's me. Or am I living a life where all there is is the Rabbanu Shalom and I'm just a piece of his world? That's the, that, that is ultimately the Mulchama. And when a person is, ha, is victorious in that inner Mulchama, Memela, that's a victor in the external Mulchama. This is what the Ram is trying to be Magdid for us. That the gather of this love is as follows. The gather of this love is don't lose the internal battle. That's the love. Don't lose the internal battle. Don't retreat. Don't lose, don't, don't give up, don't lose the internal battle. You lose the internal battle, it's only now then going to manifest itself in the external battle. What does it mean not to be afraid? The, the, the confidence that the soldiers have in battle is a reflection of them being victorious in the internal battle. Because the Ramam said, what does it mean not to be afraid? It means to be focused on Yichr Hashem. All there is is Rabban Shalom. I have no family, I have no children, I have no desires of my own. It's all Laman Shimcha God, that's all for Hashem's great name. That's not just a motivating speech. That is Nitzachim. That's called being victorious. Allowing other thoughts into your mind is itself retreating, is itself losing the internal battle. If you lose the internal battle, that's called losing the external battle. Says the Rambam. Says the Rambam. Let's go back to the last paragraph. That's why the Rambam is going off script and talking about all these inyan. The Rambam says, the soldier should know that all the blood of the Jewish people is on his, is on his shoulders, is on his neck. In other words, he's not just one soldier in, in the army. He's, there's, there's, there's a larger mulchama externally that he's just a member of. But then there's an internal mulchama that is exclusively between him and the enemy. And him allowing himself to think about himself is losing that battle. Says the Rambam, therefore, if a person, if the soldier violates this prohibition and allows personal thoughts into his own mind in battle, then he's already lost. Then he's already lost. Says the Rambam, the imloi notzach, and if he doesn't have that internal victory and he doesn't go to war with all the entire focus, then he's already lost the battle. And says the Rambam, however, on the, op- the opposite side, if a person wins that internal battle, what does it mean to win that internal battle? It means that all there is is the Rabbani Shalom. I've completely dedicated my life to him, and there's nothing, there's no family, there's no children, there's nothing. It's just mission, task at hand. And what is that task? Yichud Hashem. Then says the Rambam, the result of that is, the result of that is, because you've now entered into Hashem's space. Like everything we're told in Lakut Maran, you have Chen, you have Nachas. That's exactly what the Ram is telling us, is that the, the gather of this love is to realize that there's a two-front battle going on, there's an internal battle. And the ikr love of Lysirlim, and not to be afraid of that means win the internal battle. You win the internal battle, automatically you'll win the external battle. This goes, let's go back. This is why the Ram always describes this in two different fronts. Is the Avera 
the fear or is it the retreating? The answer is it's one and the same. If you have fear, it means you've internally retreated from the enemy. And then the external retreat is just a reflection of that. Says the Ramam, if you externally retreat, kvar ovar you have already been violated the love. Because the external retreat is an indicator that in your head you've already retreated. And the, the ikra love is to give to, is to be defeated inside. It's to be defeated on the internal battle. You've given up on the internal battle, automatically you'll give up on the external battle. And the external retreat is just a simon of an inner retreat that you've already violated. Kvar over say. This is why the Ramam begins the Avera with describing going to war against Kaifrim. What Kaifrim? Yes, they're Kaifrim, but why is that the description? The answer is again, because this love is, is trying to realize that that enemy outside is just a manifestation of the Yetzirah. And what is the Yetzirah in its root? Kfira. What does it mean, Kfira? Kfira means that there's no God. I mean, no God. I thought the Yetzirah is Taiv and Kavit. Nah. In its root, what the Yetzirah is, Aniv Asiyad, all there is is me. No God. Every Mulchama that we wage is Be'emes Mulchama about that. The more confidence and the more focus that the soldiers have internally of saying that I'm doing this, Laman Hashem, and I'm putting everything on the line, and there is no me, it's all about Am Yisrael, which is the Shechin HaKadosh and Knesset Yisrael, that already means the victory. That already is the Nitzachin. And the, the external Muhammad is just a manifestation of that. That's the Chiddush of the Rambam. This is why the, the mitzvah is... Is, is not, this is not a secondary component to battle, like to make sure the, the, the soldiers are... are that, this, is the, this is what it means, Nisachim. This is what it means, Nisachim, to, 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 to defeat the kfira inside the heart and to realize that all there is is the Rabbani Shalom and to dedicate your life, Mamash Kipshuta, for that. That it means that that is the Nitzach and Mochama, and the rest is just is just commentary. This is why, again, the Rambam is, is always grappling. Is it fear? Is it retreat? The fear means to internally retreat. And the physical retreat is an expression of the, phys- of the internal retreat that already took place by the fear itself. That's the insight of what the Ram is telling us. No, this is why, you know, uh, you know uh, everything should be, uh, you know, taking care of the external enemy, internal should be, but you see, you see that the, the Indian of soldiers, the simcha, and, and with confidence and strength, and we as like weak Americans, you know, yeah, that are mamish, uh, you know, you know the the Pulsbury doughboy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what we are, mamish. Like, you know, so those those those. So us, we look at this like, uh, you know, but they're mamish full of strength. You should know based on what we're learning. The Rambam, it's halachin Rambam. It's not a stama shtikotar. It's not a. It's the halachin Rambam. That itself means victory. That already means that there was a nitzal. And then that now it's just a matter of 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 manifesting that. But that that confidence, which ultimately is rooted in the soldier being willing to die because he believes so deeply in the cause. And the cause is Klal Yisrael, the cause is, and Klal Yisrael means Malchus Hashem, it means Knesset Yisrael, it means uh, the Shechina Ktoisha, it means the Rabbani Shalom, that itself is already the Nitzach. That is the Nitzach, and Hashem should bless us, to see that all, all fear and all doubt and all uncertainty should be eradicated from the world. Should be able to see the Gul Barach, and the Yisrael Tzedek, 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 and the Y